Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you. I have to give a little disclaimer at the beginning. For one thing, my voice is not very good right now. I've got a little bit of a sore throat, kind of hoarse. And plus, I don't have my normal audio setup here because the power is off. And so I'm having to record it directly into my computer. Fortunately, my computer's all charged up. But uh, anyway, most people probably won't care that the quality is not what it usually is, but I do. Anyway, <laughs> so David, who wrote many of the Psalms, had a very keen spiritual sensitivity. In Psalm 139, he wrote this, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Then he goes on to say, Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there, your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. What amazing words. God is indeed everywhere. You can't hide from him. And yet most people go about their daily lives completely unaware that God's presence is always there. Proverbs 15.3 says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. Imagine how much lower the crime rate would be if everybody knew that. Do you live your life day to day in a constant awareness of his presence? In Genesis 28, Jacob has to leave home because his brother Esau has vowed to kill him. Jacob tricked their blind, aged father into thinking he was Esau and so got the patriarchal blessing that was meant for the firstborn. This blessing was of momentous importance, and Esau saw this loss as the biggest tragedy of his life. So Jacob goes east. He stops at night to sleep under the stars with a rock for his pillow. During the night, he has a dream in which God reaffirms the covenant originally made with Abraham. In his dream, he sees a stairway that reaches to heaven. God is standing at the top, and angels are going up and down. When Jacob wakes up from this dream, he says, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, 
and this is the gate of heaven. When Jacob realizes that he has been in the very presence of God, he's afraid. If God appeared to you at this moment, would you be afraid? God's manifest presence is indeed awesome. But what I want you to notice in this story of Jacob are those words, the Lord is in this place and I was not aware of it. We saw in the beginning when we quoted from Psalm 139 that we can never escape God's presence. God is everywhere. Apparently, Jacob didn't know this. The sad fact is that most of us live every day as if we don't know this. I'm talking now about those who confess faith in Christ. It's one thing to give assent to the notion that God is everywhere. It's quite another to live as if that is true. How would our lives change if we lived each moment with a conscious awareness of the presence of God? I think our lives would change drastically. If you were ushered into the presence of some great world leader, a president, a prime minister, even a king, your behavior would be different than if you were just walking up the aisle of the grocery store. You would be attentive to this exalted person. You would respond respectfully to them. I believe so many of our problems problems would be solved by living this way. It's obvious that there are tasks we have each day that require concentration, but when they are over, Our thoughts should naturally return to God as the needle of a compass returns to north. Are you worried about the future? God is with you, and he will be with you into your future, whatever it holds. And by the way, he knows about it already. Are you afraid? God is with you. Are you weak? His strength is always there. Paul told us that God's power is perfected in our weakness. That power is present with you at this moment. Let me tell you a story from my boyhood that I think will help you get what I'm trying to share. When I was a kid, I walked to school every day, just three short blocks. One afternoon when I was coming home, a bully was taunting me, threatening me. I was running from him. I was afraid. When I got to my yard, lo and behold, my dad was out in the front yard. Immediately, all my fears vanished. That bully was no longer a threat. He turned away when he saw my dad. My dad didn't have to say anything. He didn't say, don't worry, son, I'll take care of you. Just his presence was all I needed because I knew my dad. If Satan is taunting you today, he's hoping that you've forgotten that God is with you. The God who in Christ put down all principalities and powers. The God who Colossians 2 says disarmed the powers and authorities, making a public spectacle of them. That God is with you right now. So I have to ask this question. What are you worried about? Why are you afraid? Hear these words from Psalm 24. Open up ancient gates. Open up ancient doors and let the king of glory enter. Who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, invincible in battle. Open up ancient gates. Open up ancient doors 
and let the king of glory enter. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of heaven's armies. He is the king of glory. Open up the gates of your consciousness. Open up your mind and your awareness and acknowledge this great king of glory. Let him in. Quit ignoring him and shutting him out. He is mighty. He is strong. The Lord is invincible in battle. He is the king of heaven's armies. Are you in a battle right now? Open up and let God in, this great conqueror. He wants to be your strength and your shield. You may have felt like you were fighting your battle alone. The reason you felt like this is because you're not supposed to be fighting this battle in the first place. At the Red Sea, the Israelites were trapped. In front of them was an impassable body of water, and behind them the armies of Egypt. What could they do? Here is God's message to them through the lips of Moses. Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. When we have problems, we always look around for something to do to fix the situation. But God is saying, just be still. I'm going to fight this battle myself, and you will just sit there and watch. It's so hard for people to accept this. We feel we must do something. But God says, I will handle this. My dear friend, whatever your situation at this moment, if you are a believer, I urge you to rest in his magnificent presence. Instead of complaining, rejoice. From prison in Rome, Paul wrote to the Philippians, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. If you believe what I've shared in this talk today, rejoicing is the only thing to do. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are always with us. Your presence never leaves us. Indeed, Jesus promised, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. He says, I am with you always until the end of the age. Thank you, Jesus, that you're here. Help us to roll our problems upon you off of our shoulders onto your mighty strong shoulders, O oh God. We love you and thank you for your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen. My dear friends, thank you for your prayers for us. I'd like you to pray for me. Today, of course, you're not going to, well, you're going to hear this in the morning. I'm doing this on Wednesday night, which I don't usually like to do. But pray for me, for my throat, my voice. I have to preach on Sunday, and I want to be at full strength. So thank you for your prayers. Remember, as always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.